0: Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
1: Music. Horror.
0: Art. Politics. bad Welcome to society.
1: You want to see something really
2: scary? You bet. Music, horror, Horror. art, politics, and overall badass Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio for Real on Society 13 Networks. And now your hosts, David Fairhead and Heather
1: Taddy. Hello, kiddies. We're chock full of show tonight. We've got lots of music bits. We've talked Godzilla. We've. We had some music when I think about it. You're going to hear a new X Profit very shortly. Uh, Line Sided is the song. That's Nelson W. Piles' band, X Prophet. Uh, they have a new release. And before that, we're going to hit you with a little critical mass, a very touching critical mass. See you in a bit. Critical Mass Critical Mass Critical Mass Critical Mass
2: Critical Mass Hey everybody, it's uh, Critical Mass, Jonathan Jacob here. Uh, I'm supposed to do a rant for Kettle Whistle Radio about daddy daycare, or just being a dad. And I don't know if it's a rant per se. I mean, it is 11.51pm and I am sleep deprivation. We just actually got back from California for my son's baptism, which I can discuss. Now, I am Jewish, but uh, we did a bris for our son, and now we just did a baptism with the Honorable uh, Deacon Mendoza, and uh, our son's name is Joshua Tyler Abadshanko, and he kept calling him Joshua Taylor, and I just felt it was kind of wrong to call to call out the deacon on it, so we let it ride, but it was kind of funny every time. And I did ask yogurt afterwards if it does count because they did baptize him as Joshua Taylor and his name is Joshua Tyler. But uh, and I even even had my uh, moment in the sun where they the dad came down and I had my moment with uh, Joshua. They brought us down and uh, they blessed me and the father and they crossed crossed my head with holy water and I did feel it was kind of cool. And when uh, yogurt's cousins though, he said, "Okay, is it okay if they do they know he's Jewish?" and it would, Everybody got a good joke out of it. And we had a party afterwards, and we saw family we hadn't seen in 20 years. And okay, so I'm rambling a little bit. But the thing is, um, it, it's been, our son is now uh, 16 weeks and two days, but who's counting? I mean, it's just crazy that he was born over four months ago. And, you know, during the pregnancy, you're just waiting. You know, it's kind of like the calm before the storm. And then, voila, here he is. So, uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm like a, uh, childbirth was wild but something everybody should experience at least once if they can um, and uh, that was wild <laughs> and uh, he come, the kid comes out screaming and there he is and you don't know how to change a diaper or anything and they hand you the kid and you're trying to, you, you hold him like he's <laughs> like he's at first it's like a piece of china you know, you're afraid to drop it and break it and now he's getting a little bigger. Well, he's a lot bigger. I mean, he's just bigger, but he's, he's so funny, man. He's just a funny kid. He smiles. He's like, mm-hmm. he makes noises, and he kicks and screams and pees and shits all the time, and he changed diapers about 55,000 times a day, and his life revolves around feedings and sleeping and when he's up and reading books to him. Yeah, we read stories to him, and uh, we watch TV together. We watch my stories which I realize I won't be able to do for much longer until well, when he gets old enough, when he knows what's going on, I can, you know, watch the following and all this stuff and horror flicks and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, right now he's just, you know, chilling and, uh, oh, and I was also told he's not supposed to watch TV for the first two years. That's what some, you know, New York city moms, they're freaking nuts. And he's watching plenty of TV, but we're trying to watch sports and, uh, Educational stuff like Scarface and American Wolf, Werewolf in London, and stuff like that. Good stuff, you know? Stuff that's going to help shape him and mold him and make him into the fine person he will be when he gets older. So, Joshua Tyler, Abed Shankup, as he's known around here, or just JT, or I just call him Joshua. I don't really do initials yet. I just like Joshua. Uh, and that was funny. We, um, <laughs> I'll tell you a funny bit. Uh, he was born on a Saturday, and that night we were sitting there. It was late at night, and uh, Yogurt looked at me, and we were. In the, it was just two of us in the in the hospital room, and she goes, "I love him so much. He just came out of nowhere, and I, you know, that has stayed with me. I just the way she said it, and it was just so unconditional, and it was just so cute. You know, it was just like wow. I thought that was pretty funny. So, I know I'm usually supposed to be ranting and all that stuff, but I um don't feel like I have to rant about my son right now because he's a cool kid I love him him to death and I I know not everybody can have children of their own or maybe you know things happen and you know we're blessed it was a blessing to have this child of ours and um, but having a coolest kid is cool you can take a lot of cool pictures you can put stuff on Facebook a pet too is also cool and uh, Peanut is suffering, I think, a little bit, but uh, my bulldog and our bulldog. and But she's getting better. And she, I mean, not that she's getting better. I mean, she's, she definitely is aware of him and likes being around him. And Yogurt doesn't like Peanuts everywhere, but we survive and we move on. And uh, But Peanut always wants to be in the action. And uh, it's cool. It's really cool. <laughs> And I don't know if I am rambling, you know, maybe I'm rambling a little bit. I don't know if I'm giving any insight into me or whatever, but um, I, it, it has changed me. I am going to be 45, you know, I'm, I'm 40, 44, I'll be 45 next month. And uh, we, we, we say, hey, so when he graduates high school, we'll be 63. So, you know, maybe I'll be with a walker. I, I'll, I, I don't think so. Well, uh, I'll be the cool parent. We will definitely be the cool parents. And I feel like, you know, everybody kind of start, starts things a little later. Our generation's a lot different. I look back at my parents. My parents, <laughs> I'm 45. At 45, my father had been married for freaking 23 years. So, I, you know, totally different lives. And, um, but, um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there was a time limit on this tonight. I might have been going. On. Ooh, I have been going for quite a while. And uh, he can cut this if he wants to. But um, we'll see what he thinks Alright, I um, hope everybody has a great night uh, And uh whistle radio And congrats To to Mr. Fairhead writing a book How about that That's some serious stuff, huh mm-hmm. More power to you, man Everybody go buy his book The title which has escaped me at this moment But go buy it I like the cover on it I need to write a book Everybody has a book inside of him but Mr. Fairhead went ahead and wrote that damn book, which will be optioned to a movie, which I want to be a part of. There better be a part for me. That I haven't read the book yet, but I gotta see if there's a part for me into it, and we can make that into a movie. That should happen. Enough said. All right, I'm out of here. Peace out. All right, sorry, it's still taping. Okay. presents the next step in evolution
0: of horror. David J. Fairhead's The Fall of Tomorrow The Fall of Tomorrow is a
1: tale of desperation told by those who are striving to salvage some hope against a ravenous bastion of evil bent on ruling our world.
2: Burning Ball Publishing
1: presents The Fall of Tomorrow
2: by David J. Fairhead Available May 1st at Amazon.com
1: and at BurningBul Publishing.com. Dave's not here.
0: Nope. Dave's not here. Kicked his butt out of the studio.
1: Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. And uh, I'm going to start off with, well, we got to say, we just played Blindsided by X-Profit. It is a single. Off the double live, explosion <laughs> explosion of music. Nelson can't wait to produce the double album live. Greatest hits of X-Profit. Just kidding. X-Profit single double platinum. It is a single. We don't know where this is going yet. He won't tell me if there's an E P album or anything. They've been knocking themselves out. That's why I joke about double platinum and all the you know. Yeah, but you know what? What a great song. I love it. And you heard it here first. I think he probably he Very, probably, very
0: heavy. I bet he
1: let somebody else hear it first.
0: Heavy tune. But that's yeah,
1: that's Nelson W. Piles, author of Demon's Dolls and Milkshakes. And of course our show in Society Thirteen Network.
0: Oh, The Wicked Library. Of
1: course. Of course. We're just kicking some major ass. If you guys like horror, listen to The Wicked Library. It's old school radio done with a new twist. It's amazing. Great new authors, old authors, and some unknowns. Just saying. Good stuff. Now, in lieu of that, on May 9th, if you're in Portland, Oregon. Gosh, why couldn't we be there?
0: Portland, Oregon.
1: World Horror Convention. Okay. Wow. Go to worldhorrorconvention.com. It's being thrown by the Wicked Library, okay, on May 9th anyway. Matty Von Stark, who is the Wicked Library's own, will be there as a host. And Daniel Knopf, who you know from the writer of Dracula, just an amazing writer, yes. uh, the Dracula the TV, the TV, show. TV show. But he also, mm-hmm. his other stuff, you have to hear his work on the Wicked that That's Daniel Knopf, K-N-A-U-F. He'll be in attendance with Maddie Von Stark. I hear she's wearing a a top hat, so you can't miss her. (laughs) That's Nelson's home words. She's she's a doll. Um, But yeah, so it's a celebration of horror at the Crown Plaza in Portland, May 9th. Be there for absinthe, ale, spirits, and music. I like Maddie's style.
0: Wow. Fun, fun, fun. She's a very
1: talented artist. Yeah, actually, oh, God. Her writing, remember yeah. we heard, oh, well, you know, let's not get into that. I
0: like that picture she did for the Wicked Library. All those, well, she does all Ooh, the pictures. I know, you know amazing, that, I amazing but, stuff. Yeah,
1: it just, she's she's a great, just an amazing artist, but her writing, uh, I'm oh, sorry, absolutely. I don't know anybody in modern day that's uh, c- kind of hit the mark like she has. It you can't compare it to anything else and it, it's just intriguing anyway all right enough about her right now because there's going to be enough about her again soon she's wonderful Ooh. yeah i can't wait um but nelson w piles will be behind it in spirit so he says and that's the guy behind the wicked library with maddie van stark if you'll if you're in the portland area go to the i believe it's at yeah the crown plaza, crown plaza. Go there and, like, uh, I wish we could be there. Nelson wants to be there. It's, it's a little bit of a trip for us. Yes. <laughs> a little bit of a trip for us. But, yeah, good for Maddie for throwing this in. Uh, I nice say? So it, that's a little bit of horror news for everybody. That You know, World Horror Convention. Right now, I'm a little bit intrigued with the Star Wars cast being announced.
0: Oh, yes. The cast has been announced. The world is akimbo with excitement
1: akimbo akimbo is that one, one of the that... ewoks <laughs>
0: <laughs> no anyways so shall shall we delve into obviously the you have the trio harrison ford and mark hamill and Carrie fisher are back i can't believe harrison ford is 71 wow wow what a nice looking 71 year old.
1: That's uh, what I'm hey. saying. That's all. If Han Solo appeals to women, I'm good with that. I,
0: I just can't believe it. Anyways, uh, one of your favorites there, David Max Foncito.
1: Max Foncito. Exorcist. But of course, the Seventh Seal, if you want to delve into a real, the beginning of uh. cinema um yeah it's a classic um i love the seventh seal and you get that's when he's young it's it's cool to see him young and then see what he he still looks the same yes. but um yeah of course the exorcist he is the exorcist and Jimmy. just yes well yeah. oh, Jimmy, no. Jimmy, oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. that's the younger guy that's <laughs> I know not who it is i max, just have to say you know it what? when if anybody could be in star wars it has to be max
0: yes yes i guess uh andy circus Wow! Talk about being in two of the biggest franchises ever. Yep. Lord of the Rings. The voice
1: and uh, motion of Gollum.
0: Yes, Lord and of the Rings, and now Star Wars.
1: Yeah, I've, I've seen him in some horror movies. One of which is called The Cottage. He's creepy when he wants is to he be a creepy, creepy. dude? he's creepy when um, he wants to be.
0: So I wonder, is he going to be a like mm. a character, like you know, some <laughs> computer-generated thing, or is he actually going to be a
1: charge <laughs> dropping?
0: <laughs> oh. They revamped Jar Jar. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a bunch
1: of newbies, too. Yes. But now, who else?
0: Adam Driver. He's on the HBO show Girls, which I think I watched once, and I was Any like... Any
1: relation to Monkey Face, Minnie?
0: <laughs> no. Oh.
1: <laughs> Could be.
0: Could be. I don't know. I don't know. John Boyega. I guess that's how you say his last name. Mm. Daisy Ridley and Oscar Isaac. Okay, okay. So, there's like three people I have no idea... which is awesome
1: i will care december 18th 2015
0: (laughs) we will be waiting online
1: but what i don't see is bothering me no billy d lando calrissian (gasps) but
0: Colt 45
1: no notably another character okay dennis lawson also known as wedge antilles
0: oh lord here we go
1: ace pilot survivor of two attack runs on the death star red two Okay, Red 2, Wedge Antilles, he had victory over the Battle of Yavin and the Battle of Endor survived both and saved Luke's lily white ass at
0: least twice. You know what? Geek 5 Squadron just started talking. Enough. No.
1: But even enough. more interesting, okay, for all your novices out there, Dennis Lawson, who plays Wedge Antilles, he is the maternal uncle to Ewan McGregor, who played Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ooh. Ah, Whoa. You tell me you're not going to put him in the movie? Whatever, dude. You got to well. have Wedge Antilles or I'm out. <laughs>
0: That's it? You'll be out. I'm picking out. Picking your Wedge Antilles. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Nice sorry. One. All right, yes. Miss D. All
1: right, we'll talk later.
0: Okay. We
1: so, shall. Uh, yeah, so, Miss D, you want some outrage? looks like you need outrage because you're just trying to piss me off.
0: Nice. Um, I'm all, all right. about outrage. All right. So, we...
1: You had a thing for Michael Hutchins, NXS, back in the day.
0: Oh, my gosh. It was in what?
1: Kick is a great album. And they Ninth were a great grade? band. <laughs> They're a great band all around. Yes. Great Australian band. How would you feel knowing, and I just, I had to, I heard a rumor about this, and we I guess it went under the radar here, because MTV sucked during this period of time and didn't give us any news. Don't
0: break my heart. What are you, what are you talking about?
1: Well, on. after he died, between the period of 97 and 99, when at the Sydney Stadium opening, Terrence Trent Darby fronted them.
0: Shut the front door.
1: Wishing well. Ew. Ew, wishing well. Didn't Mm. he do
0: the greasy chicken song too? Yeah. Didn't he do greasy chicken? Greasy chicken is
1: the flip side to wishing well. If you Ah. had 45s. Now that brings me to my friend Lance who we used to sit in the corn pond diner. And just play Greasy Chicken, because it's a horrible song by Terrence Trent Darby, <laughs> and play it over and over and over while eating our french fries and drinking milkshakes at the Quorum Pond Diner.
0: Corn Pond, yum. Just to see
1: people turn their jukebox off. It was fantastic. Lance, I love you for that. <laughs> but Lance also, my buddy from back home, Long Island, again, Long Island, whatever, the, he doesn't listen. Well, sometimes he does.
0: Listen, Lance.
1: He would call me up and sing Wishing Well, and then hang up,
0: oh. just because he
1: knew how much I hated that song. So, but Ugh. yeah, but so yeah, he stepped. So Terence Trent D'Arby stepped in seriously. The, the Hutchins shoes.
0: He could never step in the Hutchins it
1: shoes. It happened.
0: It
1: Now, how do you feel about stoners that can kick your ass?
0: Stoners that can kick my ass. Yes. Yes. Wow. I feel- Would you
1: be surprised if to to find out that Willie Nelson is a fifth degree black belt?
0: <laughs> oh, I did hear about this. No, you didn't. Um, no, no, it was on. Uh, On the, uh, I don't know, whatever that news thing is on my computer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The AP wire. Our our fax machine was working that day.
0: It was on my Victrola. (laughs) I don't know what that was about right there. So apparently,
1: Willie Nelson, he can get you high, only to kick your ass later.
0: Oh, he's taking all the pot for himself by force.
1: (laughs) I I know you had a bit of a nightmare last night.
0: Oh, no. You talked to me
1: about a nightmare, or was it two nights ago? Whatever.
0: I didn't want to talk about my nightmare. Are you really sure? Scary. It was one of those
1: Jurassic Park moments like
0: Okay You were at
1: work and you pulled the cart the curtains aside.
0: So I was at work and we had a
1: You're in your office.
0: In my office had a lockdown, like, Oh, everybody, stay in your office and um there were gigantic curtains covering all of the windows. They were like some special I don't know. We're under duress curtains, and I opened, <laughs> I opened a curtain and looked out, and Godzilla's eyeball was looking at me, and I screamed. I was like, ah, "Everybody get out!" <laughs> Needless to say, I saw the um, Godzilla trailer. I think right before I fell asleep. So
1: giant monsters, giant monsters like Pacific Rim. Giant monsters can be scary.
0: They can be, and
1: I think that they made Godzilla scary. I saw the trailer when I went to see America, uh, Captain America Two. And I saw the trailer. I literally had tears in my eyes because I grew up a Godzilla fan. The rubber suits and all that. I loved it. I had my own miniatures. I made my own 8mm Godzilla Stomps Lego Town movie when I was in, oh God, like 8th grade. It was pretty good. And Um, whenever
0: I was in 9th grade, I made a uh, papier-mâché Godzilla in my uh, social studies class. Yes, you did. Holding a train. (laughs) He was like biting the train in half for extra credit. I wish I still had that.
1: That was the classic scene from the 54 movie. Well and they do pay homage to that movie, of course. I think it almost from the trailer perspective, it looks like it's almost a continuation. I don't know. I don't but know. I'm looking forward to Godzilla with Ryan Cranston. Brian, I saw that. Brian. I thought it was Ryan. It's
0: Brian Cranston.
1: It's Brian. Well he's he's Ryan for me. He's always gonna be Ryan. <laughs> he's always gonna so, be, so,
0: be he's always gonna be Ryan in his his so, jumpsuit so, in his meth lab. So Ooh. Ryan,
1: the meth lab expert. Anyway, I was baffled Brian. by something I, when, I, when I Googled Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Say that times fast. Google Godzilla. <laughs> Whoopee. Um, I was baffled by something I saw. What came up was not just Godzilla, but a toy of another monster I didn't recognize. I saw when I, um, well, I took uh, my brother-in-law, Brian, shopping at Target. And he wanted to go, and he was strictly looking for Godzilla toys. Godzilla's there, and then there's this other monster. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't know there was another monster in this movie. And apparently, there may be more than one other. I, that's just a rumor. Uh, some spoiler! So, I, I put it out there, okay? Um, I'm like, I'm looking at this toy. And it, it it says, MUTO, M-U-T-O, destroys city, I don't know, whatever the hell, playset. And I'm like, who is MUTO? It, it's like, he looks like the alien from Aliens, or Alien, of course, classic. Um, it's like an alien look-alike toy that is... Um, it's part of the Godzilla, the city play set, destroy set. I'm sitting here looking oh, at yeah. it. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, it was yeah. something
0: really funny, like <laughs> destroy but, play pack. <laughs>
1: exactly, right? It comes with, you know, like planes and a cheap-ass looking city, whatever the heck. Uh, but I put the feelers out there on Facebook and – um I wanted to see if anybody knew who Muto was, and because uh, I really thought they were just going to focus on Godzilla, and that was it. Sounds
0: like Moshi, a delicious treat to be eaten after sushi. <laughs> right? It Muto. Does.
1: Muto. Who Moshi. came up with that? All right. Uh, anyway, so I put the feelers out there. Mochi. All right. And when I did, lo and behold, my help comes in the form of a 14 year old boy named Tim Turner from Selden, Long Island, Strong Island, New York. My home my home
0: here we go i live
1: down the road from seldon all right? i was in quorum all right Port <laughs> jefferson that area but tim turner gets back to me and explains how muto is a new monster scripted as an old enemy of godzilla but never seen in the godzilla movies and tim goes on to tell me that the two are old enemies and due to nuclear disturbances the two beasts have awoken to do battle once again
0: Wow, good tidbit, Tim Turner.
1: Right, I mean, but nobody else could give me any information on that. (laughs) Wow,
0: leave it to a fourteen-year-old Godzilla fan. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. (laughs) Nice job, Tim. Yeah, so no one but Tim, my buddy from Long Island, uh, he could explain the appearance of Muto, the weird monster toy, and they kept it under wraps. And um, what can I tell you? It's Hmm. he's a real deal, and he looks scary now in the trailer. You see Muto for a second. All you see is his leg, his skinny leg, come down and stomp, just missing Ooh. some people, and it's kind of creepy. Um,
0: Great, I'm gonna have another nightmare tonight. Thank you. you. Well, I hope you do. I hope I don't.
1: But I want to say thank you to Tim Turner out in Long Island, uh, my Godzilla expert from Long Island, uh, <laughs> Long Island, where I, I too was awakened by nuclear uprisings. Uh, we called it <laughs> the Shoreham power plant. Oh. Well, we
0: did. Hey,
1: I didn't get into Plum Island yet.
0: No. Oh, Lord.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so now more information on Godzilla. Nelson W. Piles, again, my buddy, um, he told me that the Toho Production Company, uh, who originally did Godzilla, would not let them use any of the old Godzilla monsters. They weren't allowed to use any of the old Godzilla monsters. Toho said, all right, you got Godzilla, but no, the rest of them, they're ours. You can't have them. So oh. the, so the screen screenwriter director they had to invent new monsters and that's where we are.
0: Oh wait, so the the um foes of Godzilla are invented monsters. Invented
1: by American but writers.
0: Godzilla's still the same.
1: Godzilla's got Godzilla looks like yeah, how it should look. Yeah, that it looks good.
0: <laughs> and my nightmare, he was pretty scary. That's a big <laughs> eyeball.
1: Well, all right. It's about the time that we play a, a song, okay? Um my my new Milwaukee, Wisconsin faction. Dave Barsky, all right, my boy from Flying Medusa. Um, he introduced me to this band, and I think you oh, like them a Deep lot.
0: Space pilots, I like them a lot.:
1: The song is everlasting. and yes. you: you...
0: I don't ahead. know. I thought it sounded like a more soulful Silver Sun pickup. just heavier. not as poppy, heavier.: They're
1: heavier, Yes, yes, but the like... voice the vocals are, are unlike anything really? I've heard in a long yeah. time. And the whole thing He gave me the album I love the album
0: It just really works Whatever they're doing it Keep doing it We're going to hear
1: more (laughs) Deep Space Pilots In the future That's for sure Um, So uh, let's play uh, Everlasting And see what people think
0: Alright right. That just really works.
1: That's a kick ass song. It is. So it much is. emotion. It feels good. Mm-hmm. It sounds awesome. And it makes you want to hear more from them. And I got all of it. And I can't wait to not play it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Space Pilots. Everlasting is a song. I love it. Thank you, Dave Barsky, my boy out there in. Uh, hello, Wisconsin! <laughs> Out there in Milwaukee.
0: Check out his band Flying Medusa.
1: I got a lot more music from Wisconsin coming up, and I just, I guess I hit a hotbed of the stuff. They call it stoner, they call it doom metal, they call it rock. I mean, it's just good. To me, it's just good rock and roll. And we have a few other bands that will be playing in the future.
0: Absolutely. Good stuff.
1: Dave's not here. So, anyway, I, I, this is interesting. <laughs> um, I found out, and some of you out there probably know this, and I always put the email out there kettle whistle radio. At gmail.com. Hit me up. Tell me when we're stupid. Tell me when you already knew something. Or tell me when you want to tell me something. Who knows where Soundgarden got their name?
0: Oh, Soundgarden. Ooh, I have no idea.
1: I should make this a contest. I know. But it's really not remarkable. It's
0: not remarkable. It's not remarkable. Soundgarden's remarkable. We just saw them, what, last May?
1: Yeah, and you just saw something, too. Ooh, who are they touring with?
0: Oh, nine inch nails, I wanna go, I wanna go, I wanna go.
1: Nine inch nails in Garden Is that this summer?
0: It's a, yeah, it's a North American summer tour.
1: We saw them last summer, I, I think guess. It was like
0: last May, the end of May. And
1: oh my god, they were brilliant. They were brilliant. Oh, they were
0: brilliant. Chris Cornell. Brilliant. Nice
1: guy. Ben oh. Shepherd. Kind of ah. an ass. <laughs> kind of an ass. That's the bass player. And he had a little bit of a tantrum there. I don't little, know.
0: A little bass. A little that. base tantrum. We
1: talked about that uh, know, 15, 20 episodes ago. Uh, our little, uh, what was it? Our Seattle episode. Springtime in Seattle. Springtime
0: in Seattle. was yeah. this time last year. we
1: saw, like, Alice in chains Chains.
0: Yeah, the week yeah. before. Yep. yep.
1: Good times. And, and Heather went and saw um, the Breeders.
0: And yes. she thought they were good. Um, I'm a little distracted. I have to tell you why right now. There's a Godzilla toy. On your shelf, and it's kind of freaking me out a the little The studio
1: has a lot of monsters. A lot of monsters. Uh, we are surrounded by monsters in the I studio. Don't want,
0: <laughs> I don't want that beast looking at me. Yeah, well, Godzilla, not you.
1: <laughs> so Soundgarden got their name from a local Seattle sculpture called Soundgarden.
0: What is the sculpture of?
1: I don't know. Look it up. That's, we'll it's leave that like, up to listeners.
0: It's probably like a giant ear with like petunias growing out of it or something ridiculous. <laughs> right? You're <Ear> custard. <laughs> Ear custard. We're going to call ourselves ear custard. All right, well, I got it wasn't some. cool enough.
1: Going back to that era in the 90s, I heard that Joel, the originator of MST3K, Mystery Science Theater 3000, wants to bring back the show. <laughs> and he wants to do it. I'm wondering if he's going to bring Mike back because Mike took the torch and ran with yes. it. And he was great. Yes. He was great. Joel was great. They should both be in it, I think. Um, or one of them right and whatever. But I think MSTK, MST3K is way overdue. I mean, they could do it with movies that are. Look Sharknado.
0: Come on. Oh. Classic. Classic. That's, classic. The
1: Pickles? Classic. Classic oh, rock. Okay. Never mind. Flastic?
0: I wonder if Tom service is still interested. I heard he went on to do other things.
1: <laughs> Adult film. All right. So.
0: Anyway. Yumballs! There's this book
1: out, The Fall of Tomorrow. Have you heard anything about it?
0: I have heard a few things about it. Uh, well, next Saturday, May 10th from 2 to 5. When? Next Saturday, May 10th from 2 to 5 at someone else's bar, 3841 Willow Avenue, Castle Shannon, PA. There'll be some snacks and book signing by our very own David Fairhead. David Fairhead, for his book, The Fall of Tomorrow.
1: (laughs) It is for horror and sci-fi fans. Um, It's important that I say, because you feel like a dork talking about your own work, but I made it for horror fans, I made it for science fiction fans, but it's also a book that laughs at itself. There's a lot of portions where the, the writer is made fun of. Being me, but not really. There are characters that are in the book that write excerpts, and they're not. They admit to not being able to write anything, <laughs> and they're terrible, and they're not good people. <laughs> but it's a book that laughs at itself. It makes you laugh, but it's all—it's horrific at the same time. I, I, you know, I want people to walk away not feeling bad, but maybe like looking at things differently, looking at people differently, and maybe getting a chuckle too at the same time.
0: Yes, it's you know, and don't sell, sell yourself short. It's really—I'm I'm very... actually quite tall. <laughs> um, wow! Wow! <laughs> uh, the puns are on the run. Anyways, no, it's very well written, um, and I know you don't like to hear that, but it's it you know just takes a totally different look at some things. I've never seen anything like it. I don't mean that in a bad way either; okay. it's a, in a very good way. In a very that, good man. way. But cool. anyway, so May 10th, someone else's bar, Castle Shannon.
1: 2 to 5 PA, p.m. 2 to 5. In the afternoon, so I don't cut into your drinking time.
0: Yeah, come come, have some snacks on us. Grab a book. David will be there, and he'll be more than willing to sign it. But yeah. you're welcome
1: to have a cocktail with me.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: I do wonder what my friend John Russo will take from that if he ever does read it we're, we're both published under burning bulb publishing and he has his new book out Dealey plaza a fictional work and of course john russo original writer of the, the i'm sorry the original night of the living dead screenplay writer and also an actor director he's got a slew of stuff he put out afterwards including singing he actually <laughs> i wouldn't admit to it here when i had him on the show but i have some of his music but what a great guy and nice. his book, Dilly nice Plaza, look it up. You can go to book.com. If you just go to Dilly Plaza, then you got John F. Kennedy all and over the place. And all
2: these plots right. and the... Or just,
1: just go to Bur- Crazy. <laughs> Burning Bulb Publishing and look up John Russo. But now being that he created the first, uh, or to me, the scariest man-eating zombies, Chapter 5 of my book, The Fall of Tomorrow, debunks the zombie. There's
0: some zombie deb- debunking debunking debunking
1: just because you know, we've all had enough of zombies including john russo he's done with them too i mean if he if it came uh, around again he could do it better again and i have no doubt but i thought it would be funny to just completely annihilate the idea of the zombie which chapter five does um there's loads of other monsters this is not a zombie book where everybody thinks no. oh he, pittsburgh writer wrote something about zombies no 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 it's not that so uh, enough well, let's get into it. I mean, we are about music here. Oh, you, wait.
0: Aren't you actually going to, for uh, our listeners further on the East Coast, aren't you going to be uh, at a convention in Atlantic City in true. June yes. for Burning Bulb Press?
1: Yes. Uh, Bizarre AC. Anybody that's in Jersey, Philly, uh, even uh, Eastern PA, uh, New York, Long Island, of course, if you want to make the trek. It's a good. Uh, Atlantic City, I'll be there. Um, ooh, it's May... No, it's not May. May. I'm sorry. June, June um, thirteenth through fourteenth through the fifteenth. No, it's thirteenth through the fifteenth. I'll be there the Friday the thirteenth, of course, of course, at night, and I'll be there Saturday all day long at the Burning Bulb Publishing booth with my buddy Gary Vincent of burning ball publishing and uh yeah i'll be signing and selling books of course yes. but that's it's called bizarre ac and it's two it's their second annual the first one i guess was very successful at right. the tropicana so, at the tropicana the
0: tropicana tropicana
1: yes. tropicana tra- tra- drop a can of the Tro anyway moving on music news we're about music here all right now i found this out that when you listen to sirius xm fridays 6 a.m to 9 a.m that's when they play like like newer and cutting edge stuff they i guess they figure people are in a good mood friday morning and they're going to make them listen to something new to get them going to work i have no idea why they do this mm-hmm. but I, I two things i picked up on um there's more than that but the one what i'm going to say right now if you for you alt music fans punk rock if you like the cure sex pistols that type of thing even green day um it's an english band called the eagles not the eagles but it's E A G U L L S. E like gulls,
0: seagulls, but E gulls, right?
1: Seagulls without the S. Okay. Um, they're an English punk alternative band. The song "Possessed" is what I heard, and I really liked it. It's very. It, if you're a fan of 120 Minutes back in the day, this is mm. your song. This is your song. Um, on the other end of things, of course, I love I love me some metal. Mastodon has a new song out, and yes, like yes. X Profit and a lot of other bands these days, they put out a single. And they don't tell you if there's an album, if there's an EP, and they let it sit for a while because there may never be another chance to get it. Now, Mastodon is doing this. They put a single out called High Road. Love the song. It is a great metal song. I played it earlier. What did you think?
0: Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I almost didn't know it was Mastodon because he played it for me. and He was like, guess who this is? I really... It was... I don't know. Although Mastodon is sludgy, I don't know. It's
1: sludgy at times. It was They cover all grounds of very metal. They can be fast, they can be doom, they can be thrash. They cover everything. And they have multiple guys that can say what I
0: would classify that song as. I really liked it though. It was like just it's
1: Thrash. I think it's Thrash, a little yeah, slow down, I mean, could be sludgy. Slow
0: down, yeah. But I liked it a lot. High
1: Road, Mastodon. You know what, like, just buy the thing. It's like a buck on iTunes. Um Mr. iTunes here. Yeah, uh, well
0: didn't you just uh, do you want Are we on iTunes Of course we're on iTunes.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, You can listen to Society 13, okay, mouthing off. If you're into politics, mouthing off of Chris Westrick, okay, let him piss you off, all right? Get back to him. He loves to argue. He's a lawyer from from New Jersey. Listen to him. You could agree or get pissed off. Either way, he's educational. you learn stuff. On that note, TBA with Mr. Pink. Current events, anger, guns, booze, and just... If something's wrong in your neighborhood and he can find it,
0: he's, he's going to talk about it and
1: exploit it. And he's going to make it interesting. And he's also going to infuriate you or you're going to sit there and nod your head like, geez, you know what, Mr. Pink? I totally freaking agree with you.
0: You don't want to hear this guy in Red Bull. Just saying.
1: And you'll, you get exasperated.
0: Absolutely. All right. And also, did did you say the Wicked Library? Not yet. We <sighs> did
1: that earlier.
0: Oh well, it's how could on we miss also, that? Also, you can't God's miss sake. the Wicked Nelson Library Nelson W. Piles,
1: horror radio, The Wicked Library. Great if you take thirty minutes to an hour in your lunch break or the ride home, listen to some of the great greatest horror I've heard in a long time, long time. Great stuff, and you get it's just so cool. Just put it on in your car and drive and listen to it. You, you, what can I say? Or in the morning, or when you get home. At the best part, actually, the best time of the day is at night. Turn the lights down, low. light a
0: candle. That's what that's what we like to do here in the. Studios and bath salts listened- and
1: candles, what
0: no that bath salts like the kind you put in the bathtub, not those kind, yeah
1: well, he well, Nelson says to turn the lights down though,
0: all right, anyway,
1: so all right, so that's a little bit of music news there for you. I have no idea what i what I was plugging my own stuff, but yeah, please check us out society thirteen network at uh, society thirteen network dot wordpress dot com Thank you, all right, anyway, now, Paul Simon. <laughs>
0: oh yes
1: Uh, was in the news (laughs) (laughs) apparently edie burkel kicked his ass
0: (laughs) what i am is uh, (laughs) hitting you in the face (laughs) i'm
1: hitting you with my shoe uh yeah so yeah she hit him in public that's all i know
0: no 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 it was at their house i thought oh really that's cooler why do we know
1: why do we know it was a
0: domestic dispute and the police were dispatched really Yeah. How much abuse can, like, a 71... (laughs) Like, he's, like... He's up there. I I want to say he's, like, 70, something like that.
1: I think Holland Oaks can kick their asses. Oh,
0: yeah. Daryl could take his sunglasses off and beat him and his Simon and his Garfunkel. That's
1: just it. I don't think Garfunkel would show up to help him out. Apparently, he he just pisses women off to the point that they become uh, Carrie Fisher clones. Yeah. Like, I I don't know... No
0: disrespect to Miss Carrie Fisher. I love
1: Carrie Fisher, but Edie Brickell is turning into her.
0: Mm. Have you looked? Maybe that's what Paul Simon does to women.
1: He's Yeah, he's uh, cloning... He's simonizing bo- them. He's cloning bohemian that you do to- Bohemian organas.
0: Isn't that-, <laughs> Isn't that what you do to a car, simonize? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Like a rust right. proof. Whatever.
1: All right, so dumb music being aside. Golden God Awards, happening May 24th on VH1 Classics.
0: <gasps> Yay! Okay? Golden God Awards.
1: Uh, always featuring Down, Black Label Society. Marilyn Mance was on last year. If you love your metal and you actually love real music... Rock, hard rock, metal, whatever. Watch the Golden God Awards. It's Revolver Golden Gods Awards. Uh, VH1 Classics, May 24th, they're airing it. Uh, They usually air it more than once, but who knows? Because it's metal, they kind of get slighted.
0: We DVR it, so it is always aired more than once in this household.
1: Yes, yes. Now, um, in other news, we're going to a couple of shows.
0: Yes,
1: we are. Um, yeah, Kettle Whistle Radio is going to a couple of shows. Uh, Miss Heather, Miss D, myself, Fleetwood Mac. Oh,
0: yes. Fleetwood Mac,
1: yes. See oh. the lovely
0: Stevie Nicks. And, of she's, course, she's the fantastic. return of
1: Christine McVie.
0: I know. You're very excited about that.
1: I am. Stevie's my girl, but, I mean, you got to have those back vocals. Uh, I mean, little, uh, little lies. Come on.
0: Oh, I know. I'm all about, like, the costume changes, Stevie. Um, I don't know. Hey, you know. leave me alone. That's what I enjoy.
1: All right. Well, oh, anyway, that's 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 in October.
0: Not till October.
1: But I have a funny story. We're going to something even bigger than that. But I, I, I this happened. I have a story. All right. So some people know that we have a new puppy, and she's mm. now about five months old.
0: She's sitting here on my lap right, right now. So if you around. hear snorting, that's her.
1: Yeah, our little boxer lab. Uh, her name's Jet. Jet Marie. Ooh. And I had her out in the front yard doing some yard work last weekend, and um. Our neighbors came up walking out, and they're like, oh, she's getting big. What's her name again? I was like, oh, it's Jet. We named her after the Paul McCartney song, Jet. And they, they're, you know, they're on their way to dinner or whatever. They get in their car, and they start pulling away. Then they stop. Like, and the one neighbor, the dude's like, do you guys like Paul McCartney? And I'm like, yeah, we love Paul McCartney. It's
0: like, it's Paul McCartney. Hello.
1: Yeah, and... He's like, well, we got two extra tickets, and uh, I'm not going to say the price, but they're very cheap, and we couldn't even land. We couldn't get those tickets if we tried no. out here. And they're like next – not well, they're the side of the stage but up. Who cares?
0: Who cares? It's Paul McCartney. You're in the same place.
1: I was like, yes, <laughs> I don't care what anybody else says. I'm taking those tickets. Yes, absolutely. We will go with you. Yes, here, here's the money. Let's do it. So my dog scored me Paul, scored me Paul McCartney tickets.
0: <laughs> Love good me. girl, good girl. <laughs> Love me some Jet. Yes, <laughs> Jet Marie.
1: Absolutely. Now, last week we, uh, I was well, I was listening to a replay of The Cure, 1987, in its entirety on Sirius XM. Sometimes on um, uh, uh, First Wave, they play old shows, and The Cure was one of them. And. Right. You were forced to listen to it, and you've seen The
0: Cure live. I saw The Cure live, nineteen. I think it was ninety-one or ninety. I saw them in Cleveland. Yeah, it was Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I still have the shirt hanging. Yeah, we have it hanging up.
1: <laughs> so, so we saw. We we listened to the old show. Now, this this show was before they came out with their with Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me and Disintegration, mm-hmm, which absolutely. are, their, to me, their strongest albums. Yes. Now, I, the, the old stuff, I mean, Boys Don't Cry, things like that. I, I mean, that's great nostalgia, great albums, but I came in late, and being a metal, goth, industrial, punk, I'm going to listen to Disintegration and Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me before I'm going to listen to the earlier stuff, ex- except for Boys Don't Cry, which is a decent song. Yeah. Whatever. It just wasn't my thing at the time. I liked them later. So we listened to this, and um, I guess it was all right um i i would I, I, I like the cure they're good but i was reminded why certain bands piss me off live <laughs> and
0: here we go folks hmm. why do certain bands piss you off live david Happen. enlighten us it
1: happened recently too but we're oh, gonna get into, uh,
0: I I, okay. I know i think i know
1: the end of the show Okay, oh. you feel like they're building for something. You get ten minutes of discordant feedback to ravenous oh. applause, and some fans will clap for anything. Yes, only to have Robert Smith come back on stage and say, "Why are you listening to bloody ten minutes of noisy crap? I was in the parking lot with cans of kerosene burning all your cars to ash." <laughs> I wish he would have Touché
0: said that. Smith. He didn't say Even that. No, didn't he came
1: out that. and said, Thank you all for listening for ten to ten minutes of discordant yes, crap.
0: Like, absolutely. That could have
1: been three more songs. Just
0: just yeah, reverb from the uh I've
1: seen it so many speakers. times. I've seen it. I saw Stabbing Westward do it in the nineties when they had plenty mm-hmm. of time, they wasted fifteen minutes with just that. Now recently... Soundgarden. Thank you, recently.
0: That really irritated me. Fifteen minutes. Waited all these years to see them and boom that happened. They it's kicked, like whatever. They Thanks the for
1: ass all night. You know what
0: I think we should have they should have If you do that, I think that they should wait at the gate and everybody gets a $10 $10 back for every minute the band wastes doing that kind of crap. Sorry, I understand having to get a a beverage, maybe, you know, using the facilities but here on something. stage. play something. Yes.
1: Come back 10 minutes into your 15 yes. minutes of noise and play something. Like he came uh, I just That's you know, why
0: it, that's why they used to have uh, drum solos and guitar solos. So the filler, whoever was yeah, singing, filler, break. Like yeah. give the singer a break.
1: But the Cure has so many like instrumental parts in their songs. Anyway, Disintegration is almost an, an instrumental on its own.
0: Yeah, very uh, true.
1: But you know, like you know, coming onto the stage. Excuse me. Is there a woman by the name of Nancy Nusbit in the audience tonight? Well, <laughs> I'd like to tell her. I during the break and the ten minutes of crap you listen to. I killed her family with an ice pick.
0: Or Nancy Nesbitt.
1: It's like, dude, what are you doing during that period of time that you think in the, the audience? And they all clap. They clap. Like, why? Yes. I'm mad. I'm like, dude, you wasted 50. 50- I could have got in the parking lot, got in my car and beat the traffic.
0: <laughs> exactly. You know what one band that actually we're actually going to see in two weeks that does not do that with mm-hmm. the filler, the killer and the reverb at the end? Uh, Black Label Society. Boom. Zach, Mr. Zach Wild, I'm very excited to see them.
1: And Mr. Phil.
0: Mr. Phil Anselmo, down. Down is opening up. Yes.
1: And those guys, you know what, those guys, those school meddlers, do not waste your time and knowledge. No. They, they pack fill it. it. They, they fill, pack it. I mean, really. I, I, as much as people put down metal, when you go see a metal show, you come you're out. You're a show. You're exercised.
0: Yes. Exercise those demons. <laughs> But and
1: speaking of demons, uh, pick up your copy of The Fall of Tomorrow <laughs> by David J. Fairhead. There you go. Enjoy, enjoy. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, this is Dave Fairhead and...
0: Ms. D. and little Jet sleeping here. Jet
1: Marie. And Jet Marie. And you can find uh, Miss D. at... Ms. D5... What at twitter what, <laughs> Sorry? what in your neighborhood
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> you can, you can see me by the uh ice cream truck when it comes by in the neighborhood no i don't know getting getting a bomb bop <laughs> oh, a <laughs> hanging bo- out. a bomb bop, a bomb, bop. A, bomb bop. <laughs> a bomb pop i said bomb pop <laughs> bomb bop. whatever all right well
1: anyway i am dave at fairly dark on twitter Please hit us up. Listen to all our shows, man. If there's something there, like I said, there's something for everybody on society13.com on Facebook. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And hit us up, kettlewhistleradio at gmail.com. Thanks
0: again. Thank you.
2: Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric
1: Electricast. Electric, acid. Electric acid.